Okay, so the next section over here has to do with uh, kinyanim, when you uh, finalize uh, um, acquisitions, transactions. So he explains, So if uh, one is looking to purchase, seeking to purchase uh, a movable object, and he gives money towards that, so I pay you money for uh, the sandwich, midin Torah kesev kona. So on a daraisa level, as soon as I give money to the, uh, to the merchant, so I o- already own the merchandise, even without taking physical possession of it. Hagba, lifting it up, or Meshicha, drawing it. So that is a rabbinic innovation. But on a daraisa level, just giving the money itself already completes the Kenyan. The Chazal, Akru Kenyan Kasef, Chazal came along for whatever consideration is. They came along and said that we don't consider money to be sufficient for the Kenyan on movable objects. But once I go ahead and give money to the merchant, and even though it's before he's delivered the merchandise to me, if either one of us want to back out at that point, so then you're subject to what's called Mishapara. So remember, previously we talked about where there was an oral agreement, but nothing at all changed hands between the two of us. So that's one level of being a bad guy. But then we take it up a notch. If I actually paid for this stuff and I didn't take delivery of it yet or I didn't take possession of it yet, that already is a more severe violation to reneg. And somebody who does so receives a quote-unquote mishapara. What does that mean? <clears throat> so what that means is, is the dying, when, when you go to the person, when I go to the, uh, to the merchant and say, you know what, I want to back out, I want my money back. The dying says, you're not allowed to, you already gave me money, even though it's not a king, you're not allowed to back out at this point. I say, I don't care, I want my money back anyways. He says, let's go to the dying and let's go uh, speak to him about it. And the dying says, you're not allowed to back out. I say, I insist, I want to back out anyways. So the dying pronounces, Mi shepara manshe the one who punished, Mishapara is to exact retribution or payment, the one who punished the generation of the flood, Umeanche Dorha Flaga, and the generation of dispersion, Umeanche Sodom Vamora, and punished the people of Sodom and Amora, Umimitsriim Shetavu Bayam, and the Egyptians who drowned at sea, who Yifra Mimisha Eno he should punish the one who does not stand by his words. So that's some intimidation, that's some frightening language which they go ahead and say. And then if the person insists on backing out anyway, so then he's going to back out. But he's accepted upon himself what's referred to as the curse called Mishapara. Now, Lamaisa Kasu Kama Poskim. Now, many Poskim write on a practical level that It may be that in certain conditions, money nowadays actually would be able to affect a Kenyan, would be able to affect the acquisition. Midin Kenyan Situmta, based on the principle of Situmta. Situmta is the Aramaic word which Chazal used that, uh, that, that captures any type of Kenyan, any type of mode of acquisition, which is done by convention. So it's not lifting something, it's not a contract, it's not any of those things. But sometimes in certain industries, there's a certain way by which they ratify a, a deal, an agreement. And once you cross that point, so you're not allowed to back out. So famously in the, uh, in the diamond industry, you say, Mazel Bracha. Once the two parties say, Mazel Bracha, no money changed hands, no merchandise changed hands, but they came to that agreement, Mazel Bracha, that's enforceable. They can, you can enforce a person to go through with that transaction. So that type of Kenyan is called Situmta. And nowadays, it may very it would be that in certain instances, once I give the merchant money, it's as if the Kenyan was done and nobody's allowed to back out anymore. Gam, similarly, this is the one which is more common, the Mazmin ala internet. Somebody orders something on the internet. It could be an electronic device, it could be clothing, whatever it is. Venasam prate kartis ashroi, and you gave your credit card information, uh, you input it into the, uh, onto the site. 
So many poskim say that this is enough of a Kenyan since using a credit card or giving your credit card information is enough to be considered the transaction is complete. And even though you didn't necessarily get the, mer- you didn't get the merchandise yet when you ordered it online and they didn't even receive their money yet from the credit card company, nonetheless, we consider it as if conventionally a transaction, a Kenyan has been completed and you're not allowed to back out. It's from the Jewish seller. They may back it up. They're in the background. They're looking in the background, watching what takes place. But ultimately, the transaction is you're on their platform, right? Ultimately, it's going to be governed by the rules. But they're not the one who are selling. They're not necessarily the one selling the merchandise. They may, yeah. But they're not the Kona Makna. They're not the people directly involved in the transaction. Therefore, what some people do is they, they order an object, they order something on the internet, they decide they don't want it anymore, and they know that the company is going to go ahead and ship it to them anyways because they gave it. So you call up your credit card company and say, I want to dispute the charge. And sometimes the credit card company will just back you up when you say you want to dispute the charge. So in the event that you have no halachic justification to be disputing this charge, you're just taking advantage of the fact that the credit card company will allow you to do so. So if it's a Jewish merchant, you're not allowed to do so. Even when you don't have a halachic justified reason for doing so, so to go ahead and dispute the charge is something which would not be allowed. Because that's already considered to be past the Kenyan, and it's already too late to, uh, to renege. Yes? Yes. Right. So that, that may change things. If you get it, return it, or you cancel the transaction, what's the difference? Right. Yeah, Bill, well, there, there could be a penalty. It could be that the merchant incurs an additional penalty if you, if you, uh, if you, uh, if you dispute the charge. So you may cause them an additional loss. You want to cancel it. So you call them and you cancel it. Or you could get them the Right, so if, if the policy says that you're allowed to do so, so then certainly that's, that would be fine. Then it's not going to be Mokhos Ramana, it's not going to be Mishapara because they allow you to do so. Assuming that the, it's a circumstance where they don't allow that, that's where you would run into this problem. Echanami, right.